five, six, seven, eight. Taylor's, Taylor's version. version. Yay. Exactly. Just in case they didn't know. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Gilmore to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. You are clad in your Taylor Swift shirt. You are ready to go. It is so cute. Thank you. I almost wore my 1989 sweatshirt because I had 1989 nails, but I got them done yesterday. And oh, they it's kind look of great. like a maroon color and yeah. it matches the Taylor Swift on my sweatshirt if you're watching it does. On YouTube. Um, so I decided to go with this one instead. I really, really like them. I Thank was going you. to wear something Taylor Swift-esque, but I realized I don't have anything. Oh, I don't have a t-shirt. <laughs> I don't have a sweatshirt. I don't have anything. Really? So I Nothing? just wore this white sweater. Oh, I should have mailed you something. I know. I was like, <laughs> Haley is swimming in stuff. That's literally half my wardrobe. I know. Whole Taylor Swift drawer. <laughs> I know. She's really, she's got it. Um, but if you couldn't tell already, our episode today is going to be about... Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, yeah. really, it's going to be about 1989 Taylor's version, which just came out. It's one of my favorite albums. Which I'm I love. so happy that she got to release her own version of it. The vault songs are very fun. Um, so good. And I have to be real with you. When I listened to this album, like in its first iteration, 10 years ago when it came out, I really only listened to like the original album, not the deluxe album. So like Wonderland oh, and that. all of those songs are super new to me. And New and Romantics. New Romantics. I, I mean, I've heard the song, but yeah. like I didn't realize that it came off of 1989 until like I was listening to this and I was like, oh, that's on this album? Yeah. Right over my head. Like literally it ended with clean and that was it. <laughs> yeah, no, because there's like a deluxe edition for the original one, but then there's like more vault tracks. Yeah. And like the deluxe ones just got looped in with the original. Mm-hmm. Very good though. This is not in my top three, but it's like also like some of the best songs on there. The and album so itself exci- is not in the top three. No. I what are not. your top three albums? Um, Reputation, mm-hmm. Folklore, and Midnight. Not in that order, but okay. like those are my top three. With debut there, nostalgically, as an honorable mention. Yeah. Or self-titled, as Taylor calls it. Um, but yeah. yeah, this one But this one has like a lot of good songs that I would put in my like top 20, I would say. Yeah. No, a lot of great songs. It started bringing me back, like listening yeah. to it. I mean, I had listened to it when it came out a couple weeks ago. And I really liked it. It definitely took me a minute to get used to the new recording because if you know the albums really well, you can hear it. You can hear how different they are. I mean, they sound so similar. Like kudos to her for like 10 years later (laughs) still sounding exactly the same. How do you do it? I know. Like when I'm at the grocery store and they play the song, I'll turn to my mom. I'm like, it's not Taylor's version. She's like, how can you tell? No, when you know them very well, you can tell. I know. You can totally (laughs) tell. But it's going to take a little bit of time for me to get used to that. Yeah. But... I love it. It took me back to like the time I used to. I think I've shared this a lot on pod that I used to walk to this song like to work. I used to take the train, the one train down to Columbus Circle and I worked on 59th and Madison where I actually just was yesterday getting cupcakes for Brett because it was his birthday. Yeah. Um, And I used to do the walk from Columbus Circle all the way across town and I'd listen to this album on my way to work. And yeah. I just could feel it like all coming back to me, Celine Dion style. Like the nostalgia <laughs> just comes rushing back when you affiliate. I think a lot of us affiliate no, yeah. music with just times in our lives and a chapter, an era, if you will. An and era, this was totally. totally an era in my life. It was like baby Tara, fresh, like on the scene to New York City. My first year or two in New York was like, this was the album that narrated yeah. that. This was the soundtrack to my first two years in New York. 
can dance to this beat. Yeah. Lights are so bright, but they never blind me. They never blind me, baby. <laughs> but that's what I was talking about with my therapist. Is like I was like, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a really big Taylor Swift fan. And she was like, I've gathered. Um, <laughs> um, what? <laughs> she was like, mm-hmm, continue. Um, but I was talking about how like I love the like re-releases of the albums because it feels like a time capsule. Mm. It feels like you can go back to like the exact emotions that you felt when you were experiencing it for the first time. And like I feel that for like every single one of them, which is why I'm most excited for her to re-record debut because I got that CD for my 15th birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, which, when this episode records, my birthday was on Sunday. It's I was going to say, happy birthday, baby. I should have started with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a very no, exciting time. It's your birthday episode, which is why It's we're my doing birthday episode. Taylor it's Swift. all about me. Yes. So it's all about Taylor Swift, of course. Of course. <laughs> a and of course, Gilmore Girls in a second. Um, but Tara's birthday is this Sunday? Saturday. 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 And so her birthday episode will be next week. Our birthdays actually bookend the week. So Haley's yeah. birthday is on Sunday. Mine is on Saturday, which I love. Um, yeah. It's just a birthday week on the pod. Gilmore Girlies week. I love it. Yeah. But no, I got I got her first CD for my 15th birthday. So I like love. it just feels like a like I can't wait to go back to that and listen to that. But even as I listen to these vault tracks, I listen to them like from the perspective of the person who like was driving around her college town listening to 1989, the original one. Totally. And I was like, oh, you would have loved this one. Like, I wish you would have had it. But like, yeah. maybe maybe best that you didn't. Maybe it's yeah. best that I keep that one. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, those uh, additional tracks that were on the deluxe version, like, I wish I had known about those. That yeah. was really on me um, <laughs> when, when they came out. But like, listening to them today, I was just like, oh, love them. Yeah, because I, I just feel like you're like such a Wonderland New Romantics person. Yeah, so I feel like that would that would vibe for you. But the totally. admittedly, since 1989 came out, I haven't listened to much of the original. I've mm. only listened to the Vault tracks because I'm in love, obsessed. You love them, and it's so funny because when this album first released a couple weeks ago, you weren't sure about the Vault tracks. I was not sure, but you know why? Because I had taken my nighttime medicines. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my little night nights. Yeah. Um, off a little nighttime medicine that I take uh-huh. and it makes me kind of sleepy. Um, and and then I pl- press play at midnight and I was listening to them and I was like, I don't know about these. I don't think I understand them. I don't know, I think I know these words. <laughs> and that was the medicine talking. Yeah. And then I like took a second, went back, and I was like, oh, actually, I adore these so much, and I love them. Yeah, like, they're these are my good songs. songs. <laughs> and they feel like they fit really nicely into the album as a whole. Yeah. Oh, yes. And, like, so many of them feel like sister songs to, like, songs that are on the album. Of, totally. Like, either or. Um, they totally are. Like, there were beats and just, like, melodies, rhythms that felt very much like songs yeah. that are already on the album and i know that you're not like you're not like a big like follower of the eros tour but one of the so- surprise songs she did a mashup of is it over now and out of the woods as one of the surprise oh. songs oh fucking amazing that's very so cool. good wow yes. loved it that's so but cool for those people who were there i know argentina got everything argentina got a lot travis yeah. kelsey and then some i know oh gosh so wished i was in argentina that day um but anyways, <laughs> but I will say, and speaking of today's episode, um, 
when I first started listening to the songs, I was like, these don't relate to Gamorals in any way possible. And I think that I was like, so like caught up in the songs and like listening to it, like I said, like, like I was talking about with my therapist, like and as it related to my life. Mm. Then as I started listening, because people were started sending me edits and I was like, that's not them. That's not the two of them. Why would you think that? And then as I started listening more, I was like, oh, okay. Yes, I see it. I get it. Yeah, I can totally hear how some of them are very related. I will say there were a couple in here that I was like, no idea. Couldn't tell. Yeah. You. Don't oh think my gosh, there's, there's one that I was like, no yeah absolutely not no <laughs> but we asked our our followers on instagram and i went through some of those because like i have mine that i definitively think mm-hmm. i have one where i'm like i don't think any of them but then yeah some of our listeners had like some okay, of our besties gave a little song and i was or gave a little matchup and i was like i don't know but i'm gonna share it because you guys yeah. said it no i'm glad i'm glad that you are i'm glad you looked at them because i did not yeah in an no, I, I not like sway my decision yeah, I feel like definitely. you're not as easily swayed because you no. know these songs inside <laughs> and out whereas for me like I could literally be swayed just with a little yeah <laughs> like you're like oh actually I'd be like yeah I'm over here now <laughs> there was only one that I was like oh okay I want to share that one because I also feel that way and hadn't thought about it mm. um my favorite was one of our besties literally took a screenshot of a notes app and submitted that and like had all of the songs like all of the 1989 tracks plus vault songs and their matchups and I was like Thank you so much. I love that you, for you. You understood the assignment. Some people yes. didn't understand the assignment, um, which I can't be mad about because I'm. you were just enthusiastic and excited and yeah. I would ever be mad about that. Um, but some people were like, champagne problems is Rory and Logan. I was like, no, evermore. <laughs> <laughs> but I Different love, album, but thank I love you it. so much for your enthusiasm. Oh, what was the other one? Someone said, um, Rory and Jess were the way I loved you from Fearless. And I was like, again, I love the excitement, the enthusiasm. But it's the wrong album. <laughs> wrong album. Well, speaking of the assignment, what today's yeah. episode is going to be is us going through 1989 Taylor's version, which includes the new vault tracks that came out a few weeks ago, and matching them up to characters in the show or, you know, relationships, episodes, situations. And we're going to see how many of ours align. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm excited. And can I be honest? It really, people have been asking for another Taylor episode, mm. um, but I really had to work up to it because a lot of people last year after our Taylor Swift episode, made me feel really self-conscious about talking about Taylor on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I told you knew about this, but like some people sent me some really mean messages about talking about Taylor Swift and Uh how like I'm one of the reasons that they hate Taylor or Swifties. I was just like, why would you go out of your way to tell me that? And I well, like, made, that speaks to their character. I know, but it made me stop making like Taylor Swift references on the podcast (laughs) for a little while. I know. And I just like made me stop and I was like, no there are Mm. so many people who love it that's the thing is when you think about the amount of people who maybe don't like it it's outweighed by the amount of people who get really excited by it I understand that there are going to be people out there who don't like it and that's totally fine that's totally fine and there were people who actually upon seeing the post that we posted yesterday it was yesterday right yeah on our stories um messaged us and they were like I don't want to see this I don't want to listen to this And what's really, really amazing about podcasts and TV shows and movies and music is if you don't want to, you don't have to. (laughs) You can just skip it. It's a beautiful thing that I don't know if anybody's told you about, but I'm here to tell you. You don't have to listen to this episode. And it's a beautiful thing. So look, I understand not everybody's going to love every episode that we put out, every mashup that we do of something, but that's okay. 
It is your yeah. right to skip. <laughs> you just you just press skip. Yeah. And you just listen next week. And we'll week. see you next week. Yeah. 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 And I, th- I think that's the thing. I think the thing that I don't understand sometimes that I was like, this is a Gilmore Girls podcast. Mm-hmm. You are here because you love this thing so much. Mm. Why do you not understand when other people love things so much? Well, I don't, you know, it's a little close-minded in my opinion, but I do understand. Listen, I understand that people are like, well, I want to hear you talk about Gilmore Girls. That's fine. That's what we're here to do. But sometimes we're going to talk about stuff that can kind of like intermingle in the Gilmore world. And we're excited about it. And it's more if this is just a different way to talk about Gilmore Girls. It's a different access point. Yeah, absolutely. And again, there are going to be people who don't like that. And I totally respect that. But also at the same time, you can respect that we're still going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll and see maybe, you next week. <laughs> and admittedly, that wasn't everyone. A lot of people were like, I never listened to Taylor Swift. And then you did that one because you related it to my favorite characters. And now I love that song and I love Taylor Swift. So like those there people, very thrilled. So maybe we'll do that for you today. Or maybe you're already a huge fan of Taylor Swift and you are going to be excited or you are going to want to fight us on our decisions. Hey, maybe. They might. With. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I think that I actually think we're gonna have some of the same, or like I have an idea of maybe what you decided. Okay, but I didn't pick that one. Okay, but we'll see how we line up. All right, I'm great. really excited. Let's get into it. Let's do it. <laughs> sure. All right. So, welcome to New York. I think is kind of obvious. Ooh, is it? You know, I had two different answers for this. I the also had two different answers. Being rory and lorelei's graduation day in season two when she arrives on the scene in new york literally in new york literally she leaves and she skips school she takes the bus she goes to new york welcome to new york it's been waiting for you (laughs) because it has yeah it's been waiting for you to show up and it's sitting in washington square park yeah (laughs) Reading a book. He's New York is reading a book. <laughs> yes. But I also, you know, put Rory in a year in the life. I could totally hear this kind of behind her. She like walks into her interview with her lucky dress, you know, the whole bit. But yeah, I don't know. New York and Gilmore Girls don't really like they intersect in a lot of ways. You know, there's the trip that Lorelai takes to New York with Suki and Jackson and Alex to go see the Broadway show, that musical that they hate. Yeah. Um, Levittown and it's referenced of course because Luke goes to New York to go yeah. see Jess and stuff but like I don't know there's not concert a lot interruptus. of interruptus concert interruptus of course yeah um there are some moments but when I think of welcome to New York Gilmore Girls is not really like the first thing that comes to mind yeah. do you know what I mean yeah see I took this one like um because I listened to that song and as I like got to New York when I came to the live show Mm. and I had never felt more disconnected from it because I think that sometimes New York doesn't have to be New York Mm. in this song I think it can be just like a place like when we first dropped our bags on apartment floors put our broken hearts put them in a drawer Mm. and like you can kind of be yourself I put Lane to this one Mm. because like when she moved out of the house and like moved into her own apartment I kind of felt like this moment's been waiting for you. And like, that's kind of why I was really disappointed with her storyline. Not why. So many reasons. Is because it felt like she was like entering that like, welcome to New York. It's been waiting for you kind of feeling. Totally. Um, And I also applied it to Lorelai when she starts hollow and she can kind of like have her own life and she escaped her parents. And it's just the love put our broken hearts took our broken hearts, put them in a drawer line that I was like, it doesn't have to be New York. Because when I got back home, 
to Georgia, I turned that song on and it felt more real mm. here because it kind of feels like I feel like I'm home in this place. Yeah. But like, welcome home. Welcome to freedom. Welcome yeah. to like new experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally welcome see to that. where you're meant to be. Yeah. Kind of what it feels like. Interesting. So that's why I gave those two to them. I love that. I also feel like it could be like a kind of an anthem behind uh, Jess and Rory meeting, like Jess being this representation of freedom. Obviously, he comes from New York. Yeah. Like, welcome to Jess. Yes, exactly. He's been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So next, we have Blank Space, mm-hmm. which for me is like Rory and Logan coded season it's five. Oh, so Logan! Like, it just this feels like stringless fun, Rory. Which yeah. she's just like, I don't want what I've had in the past. I've got a blank space, baby, and I'm gonna write your name in it. Yeah. Well. I've got a blank space, baby, and I'll write your name. It's like, don't put my number. Don't put my number. Okay, put my number. Put my number. Like, 1, are you joking? <laughs> yeah. Also, like, the grab my pass- grab your passport in my hand. I'm like, that's yes. what it is. Say less. <laughs> I love it. The other thing that this is the one that um, I hadn't thought about, but one of our listeners put, was this is Lorelai singing this song to Emily. Because, like, this is how Emily sees Lorelai's love life of, like, just, like, the string of men that she just, like, goes through. And really, like, that's not the case. And she doesn't see that until, mm. I guess, it's Haunted Leg. Yeah. Interesting. So that was the one I was like, huh, I hadn't thought about that before. That is kind of true. I didn't think about that either. Yeah. Love that. It's kind of kind of like why she wrote that song. It's kind of like the feeling that Lorelai has yeah. towards Emily. Interesting. Yeah. So for style, I could probably make an argument for Rory and all of her partners. Me too. Like for Dean, I could see it being like a Dean, Rory, Lindsay situation. Like what you heard is true, but I can't stop thinking about you and I. Like, yeah. Like she's heard that you're with another girl and he says, yeah, that's totally true, but I can't stop thinking about you. Yeah. And like everything with like long drive and like the crashing, that's totally Jess coded. Like I could also see it kind of being like the Logan jealousy era where like he yeah. is at the party in Pulp Friction and sees her and he's with another girl, but he can't stop thinking about her. Like, yeah, they never go out of style. And I feel like all three of these men in her life, like we never go out of style. Yeah, she's always kind of coming back around. Or I feel like it applied the most to Logan and Rory because they are the ones that always keep getting back together. Mm. Like they're like, it's kind of messy, but like they are the ones that always come back to each other. But like Jess is like so like James D- Daydream. Like yes, how could we not? Completely. And someone said Emily and Richard, and I was like, they do never go out of style. That's true, but. I wouldn't say, I mean, like, it's like Pendleton Lot, like, <laughs> what you heard is true, but I'm married to you. Um, mm. So, like, I don't know. I was like, I could see it, but also no, because this feels like Rory and, like, all of her men. I would say it's like Logan, Jess, Dean is, like, my ranking of them, but it's yeah, all of totally, them. Totally. Totally. 100%. Yeah. For Out of the Woods, I, for me, it's so, like, especially that bridge is so Justin, Rory, and Teach Me Tonight. Yes. Remember when you hit the brakes too soon? Twenty stitches, 20 in, the stitches in the hospital room. room. Like, of course, on. it's just Mariano. Yeah. Like when you started crying, baby, I did too. When the sun came up, I was looking at Luke. <laughs> I was gonna say looking at Luke from the bridge, <laughs> smoking a cigarette. Exactly. Love it. I made sure she was okay. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. made sure she was okay. I know you did. Oh. 
Yeah, what a good one. And like, yeah, it just also feels like that's kind of them and Rory in season three when she's kind of doubting him a little bit and he's not showing up and then he does show up and she was waiting for him and she doesn't want to be that girl who's sitting around waiting for her boyfriend mm-hmm. and he leaves. So, oh, we'll get there later. Yeah. Well, we'll get there now. All you had to do was stay. Is This is what really birthed this episode. Yeah. Jess and Rory. This is the origin. Yeah. Fully. All, All you, you had to do was stay. Had me in the had palm, in the of, your palm of your hand. Why'd you, Why'd have, to you go have to go and, and lock me out me when out? I let you in? I let you in. Now you say now you, you, say want, you it want it back. back. Now that it's, now just, that it's just, too just too late. late. Well, it could have been easy. All, All you, you had, had to do was do stay. stay. That's Jess. That's, That's Jess and Rory. That's Jess and Rory. That's season three, end of season four. I will say it was also a little bit Luke and Lorelai. But like, in what way? So. Um, Lorelai could have just stayed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Partings is kind of the Of course. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just so Jess and Rory coded. It's just so Jess and Rory. Because literally all he had to do was stay. Because he left and he could have just stayed. That's <laughs> true. He genuinely could have. Things would have been so different. Yeah. All right. Shake it off. This is the one that I'm just like, who the fuck is singing this song in Star Paris. Paris? Yeah. Shake it off. Like, haters going to hate. Like, of course. Paris is so bad at shaking things off. That girl can't shake shit off for nothing. (laughs) I feel like she can. Yeah, the haters are going to hate, but I don't know. She's so bad at shaking things off. She holds a grudge. That's fair. I just, um, that's why I put it. I just felt like the haters going to hate. I'm just going to shake it off. All right. Haters are going to hate that I'm with an older man. Older okay, man, that's true. Rather. Maybe in her college years, I could yeah. see that. Yeah, it's more High like High school then. years, I'm thinking kind of like, no, you don't know how to shake anything off. It's more of like it never hits her in shaking it off. Okay. She's yeah, shaking too fast that it never lands on her. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> I think that's what it's kind of like is like it's more of just like, um, this doesn't bother me. I'm just going to shake it off. Okay. Like, she's not necessarily shaking. She um, definitely isn't. If there's yeah. one thing that her skeller doesn't do, it's shake. It's shake. But it's more it's of shake, just rattle, like, and roll. She's unbothered. I'm All just right. going to be unbothered. If you could put that to the um, lyric, the, like, the beat of shake it off. Okay. <laughs> unbothered. Yeah, I, could, I, I could buy that. I'll buy yeah. into that. It's loose, but. <laughs> it's definitely, it's, it's, loose. it's a loose Paris skeller, but, yeah. you know, it's there. Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love a fun beverage. Oh, we do. Both of us think a fun beverage and a chill night is the epitome of a good time, especially when that drink is a recess mood, which is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol. I drink mine every night while reading, of course. Tara, tell everyone how you enjoy yours. Honestly, I usually drink mine while we're recording the podcast. It's my favorite way to enjoy a recess. And all of our besties can get 
15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com GTS. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. But my personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. And with only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's the perfect way to chill. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com GTS and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. I don't know what it is, but cowboy boots are magic. Since they've arrived, I've worn my Tacovis boots almost every day. I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you, but I also know <laughs> you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my dress recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tacovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women handmade from the most premium leathers. And if you dream of being cowgirls like us or you're already Western to your core, Tacovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it and they'll get you outfitted. And if you can't make it into a store, Tacovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tacovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovis has said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G-I-L-M-O-R-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. I wish you would. For me, feels very, like, is this Rory Logan season six post Philly like mm. she kisses Jess. I wish you would come back. Wish I never hung up the phone like I did. Like I'm I'm sorry that I brushed you off kind of a thing. Like come back. I miss yeah. you. I miss my person. I'm sorry I was mad. I'm sorry. I miss I you too mad. much to be mad anymore. Yeah. You know? I feel like um I wish you would the like wish I never hung up the phone like I did. I saw that as a little bit Jess when Rory calls him. Of course. After graduation. Yeah. Of course. Um miss you too much to be mad anymore he wasn't really mad he wasn't really mad though well yeah i guess he was mad at the end of keg max yeah so i feel like it's a little bit of could be a a both of them yeah totally because i feel like it could be a little bit lorelei and chris Mm. like because they always come back around again they could be style too even though they have definitely never been in style um they oftentimes go out of style more like a trend comes back around and yeah it's kind of ugly five years from now (laughs) Totally. But it was cute five years ago. Sure. Um, yeah. So yeah. maybe style's not quite the right term for them. Yeah. Um, I got you. But a little bit I wish you would. Yeah. I could see that. For bad blood, I mean, that's Paris Eustace Geller's anthem. <laughs> Rory and Paris and Chilton. That's yeah. just that's totally it. them. That's yeah. it. Like every time she walks down the hallway with Madeline yeah. Louise flanking her, like yeah. all I want to hear is just play The bad only... Blood. 
caveat I have to that is Lorelai and Rory in season six because of the line, it used to be mad love, but now look what you've done. We've got bad blood. So well, like the the... The era that I wrote this down for with Paris and Rory was season three when Francie like kind of comes in and ruffles all the feathers of their friendship. And she called her her best friend. Yes. Can't believe I ever considered you my best friend. friend. And Rory goes home and she's like, she thought I was her best friend. And I'm like, shut up. That was a compliment. Why do you say that's so rude? I know. I know. Yeah. But it's definitely them. And the one that made me laugh so hard (laughs) was that someone submitted for this one is the fandom with Rory at various points throughout the show. Also that. (laughs) Or that. someone Like someone said that and then someone else said when Rory cuts her hair. (laughs) (laughs) When she cut her hair, she cut her brain. (laughs) My favorite thing about that episode is that someone like who was listening on audio said that they came to watch the video just to see you laughing at that. When she I mean, her, it was her brain. It was a sight to see. That was the only <laughs> thing I thought of when I heard the first two lines of "Shake It Off." Like, got nothing in my brain. I was like, when she <laughs> cut her hair. She cut her brain. Well, she didn't cut was her whole brain. brain. She just trimmed it. A brain trim. Yeah, she I feel like I've gotten trim. a brain trim recently. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, same. All right, what did you put for wildest dreams? I put Rory and Logan just because of you jump by jump Jack. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I say you'll remember me standing in a nice dress. Staring at the sunset. Staring at a scaffolding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure I put Jess and Rory question mark, Logan and Rory question mark. Like, I wasn't yeah. sure. You know, like, kind of preserving preserving this moment is is the tone of the song. Like, say you'll yeah. remember me in this really beautiful moment, um, which I think could be worry in any of her boyfriends especially because they all enter into their relationships in like an arguably naive time in yeah. all of their lives at different points right yeah it's a little bit luke not luke not luke and chris lorelei and chris because like it yeah. kind of feels like when they like end things it really feels like she wants to just like live in that like sort of memory of just like like just remember me in your wildest dreams standing in a nice dress like, yeah totally because like that's that's very gilmore lorelei Gilmore's of them to not want anyone to think badly about them. Yeah. So I think that that is why that song feels so them because it's like, don't think of me poorly. Remember me when I was at my most beautiful in the most beautiful light possible. Like, mm-hmm. only think of me in good terms um, and remember me like that. Um, that's so Lorelai Gilmore's. <laughs> that is very true. Very, very true. How you get the girl. That is Jess Mariano fan fiction, but that is <gasps> <Really>? Dave Rogalski. Mmm. <gasps> that is Dave Rogalski all day because he actually does it. But I feel like that's Jess Mariano fan fiction. Like, this is what you could have done. This is okay. how you could have gotten the girl. See, I think that this is Logan with the coffee cart when she says, uh, open up the door and say, are you insane? Mm. Say it's been a long six months. Mm. And you were too afraid to tell me what you want. And that's, that's how true. it works. That's how you get the girl. That's. And that's how it works. Get the- <laughs> yeah, sing it. I mean, a lot of singing in this episode. I feel like Dave Rogowski showed up every time, which yeah. is kind of what I, what I. <laughs> put this song to because I think that Lane was just so overwhelmed by the fact that like a boy liked her this much to do that yeah yeah 
Yeah. But the first thing I wrote down was just Mariano fan fiction because it's like, this is what we all wanted from you. This is what you could have done. All you yeah. had to do was stay. But if not, <laughs> here's yeah. how you get the girl. <laughs> exactly. And that's how But I totally, I totally get down with the Logan. Yeah. It just like opens up and it making just... up for lost time. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Like the core of the song feels like it's like a second chance. It's mm. like happening again. Mm. And it's like you lost the girl and this is how you get the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I feel like it can go any of any direction. Yeah, totally. Blank. totally. blank space. Blank, literally blank space. Um, for this love, I put Dean and Rory. Oh my gosh, I unfortunately put them too. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. But I also put Paris and Doyle because I didn't want to put Dean and Rory because like they kind of break up for a second. Yeah. Um, these hands had to let it go free. But this love came back to me. But I did put Dean and Rory. Ugh, unfortunately, yeah. I did too. Yeah. But season one. Yeah. I could make an argument because this love is five. good. This love is bad. <laughs> well, yeah, this love that's is why I, back from the dead. But that's why I put it for season four slash five because this mm. love is good. This love is bad. Yeah, like, that's why I put it for one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> an argument can be made for every both. iteration is just true. <laughs> so real. Um, I know places. I put Rory and Logan. Okay, feels very adventurous. Feels very like come away with me like I know yeah. places we could hide I don't know what'd you put I put Lane and Dave slash Hep Alien because mm. okay. I felt they like if anyone in the show was like hunters and foxes it's Mrs. Kim and Lane um like she would find her oh, and so okay. it's like kind of feels like when they're rehearsing at Sophie's music shop try not to pay, play too loud they end up at Lorelai's mm. and it kind of feels like I know places we could figure this out yeah um, and same with Lane and Dave it's like um even if it's like even if they're hiding in plain sight um like at Thanksgiving um I feel like it kind of works for them because I love like, that Mrs. Kim is always kind of the one that's trying to suss things out but it ends up working out for them I love that that was like my first thought I thought about a lot of these when I was in the bathtub, you know, just... Oh, yeah. Bathtub, bathtub candle, thoughts are... 1989 playing. This one came on and I was like, hep, alien. <laughs> yes. No, I love that. Because I was like, all I was thinking of when Taylor does the, and we run, I was thinking um, <laughs> of just them running through the streets of Stars Hollow. In the revival? In the revival. Yeah. Yeah. The Not other necessarily part situational is just like what I saw <laughs> happening. No, because like I think that's the thing is like some of them like don't apply like as a whole, but can apply to like a particular scene. Totally. And I feel like that one totally fits there. It also is just like feels so revival because when uh, Logan's like, I'll get you a plate like a room at the Savoy, and she's like, I have to stay in a hotel. It's like I know places we can hide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Five star hotels. <laughs> yeah, so true. For clean. What'd you put? This one was so hard for me, me too. because I don't think that the Gilmore Girls have ever gotten over anything in their life. Yeah. I don't think the rain has ever poured down on them and then they felt clean. <laughs> well, I what I wrote down with a bunch of question marks next to it was Rory and Jess because we never see her really grieve that loss. Yeah. they. I think that's the thing is like part of what's hard about relating Rory to a lot of these is because she doesn't have that like strong emotional depth to her Mm, mm -hmm. so it's like hard to like suss it out if she felt like Jess was like washed away from her because when he came back she kissed him so she wasn't that clean she's like a quick rinse I guess (laughs) well 
I, I'm thinking more season three because by the end of season four, when he does come back and he says, I love you, you know, she doesn't really react. Yeah. She says no. Yeah. And she says no to running away with him. So it's very much just like, no, I'm done. I'm done with you. Yeah. So like, she's that's kind more of done. Of the, yeah, yeah. That's more of the era that I put that in. But yeah. Because yeah, I think that's a true. tough one. Yeah, but I just genuinely don't think the Gilmore Girls really get over things. Mm. And so I think that's kind of what this song feels like. It's like moving through something. Yeah. Um, I don't really think they do that very well. Um, but I can see that. I could see like season three to season four for Rory with Jess. Yeah. Um, because I was like, but she wasn't because he comes back and kiss, kiss. Um, yeah, kiss, <laughs> kiss, kiss. kiss. Someone in our... Um, instagram one of our besties said this was chris and lorelei finally ending oh yeah i could see and that I, too in season seven yeah yeah and i was like i get it that one that one was the only one that like really felt like it made sense to me yeah i could totally see that yeah i, yeah. I buy into that yeah the next too. one's also hard for me too. wonderland jess and rory jess and rory yeah from beginning to end it just felt like there were strangers watching and whispers turned to talking like that sort of mm. thing and like you search the world for something else to make it feel like what we had but in the end in wonderland we both went mad because like and they're like at the end of the revival it's like that neither of them seem to have exactly what they want yeah um, that's but true. i just i kind of felt like that was the two of them because like their whole relationship kind of felt like jess in this like wonderland type place where he like has no idea where he is like he feels like he just dropped down a rabbit hole Mm. um and ended up there but found rory there Mm. and so it was like this weird wonderful thing in this weird horrible place um and everyone was watching them and then it just never worked out for the two of them yeah yeah i could totally see that yeah i love that song so much it's a good song (laughs) you are in love oh God, this song is so Luke and Lorelai when they're Luke standing and in the street in season five and season snow. five. Yes, this like is Luke and Lorelai. I put globe. exclamation points. Season five exclamation points. It's yeah. like the the shirt lyric of like being in his shirt and he turns to you yeah. and he's like, "You're my best friend." Like, yeah. uh, oh. all of it. One night he wakes, strange look on his face, pauses and says, "You're my best friend." Yeah, and you knew what it was. He yeah. is in love. I feel like Luke has never said that to her. But no, I would love but I for could him see too. it. I, I could he, totally see it. But that's that's the reality. They're yeah, best friends. Yeah, you know who I also put for this? I put two other couples. I put Emily and Richard, and mm. Suki. But most importantly, I felt like this one fit the most for Suki and Jackson. Yeah, that's so true. I like, could see that as well. Like burnt toast Sunday. Like I was like, Jackson's trying to make her breakfast. Oh. And- I just feel like that's, that's the two of them. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, no, Luke and Lorelai were the first two that I thought of. Just absolutely yeah. loved. New Romantics is Life and Death Brigade Logan. Yeah. Ace? I can totally see that. Um, yeah. Can't see I my face, like, but I'm about to play my ace. Ooh. Please. I know. <laughs> I also put just like the Gilmore Girls in general, because I feel like heartbreak is the national anthem we sing it proudly like they love those two love to break their hearts (laughs) totally totally i could totally see that um all right let's get into the vault tracks Ooh, these are my faves five vault tracks yes 
So for Slut, which I agree with you, was not the song I thought it was going to be. It was not the song I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like um, Cruel Summer, Barbie yes. movie, oh, like Big Bop, where like dancing and singing. Yeah. And then it ended up being kind of like a love song. Yeah. And so like I had to take a break from it at first because I listened to it and I was like, wait, where's What's the that? jam? I can't stand up and I got to dance really slow to this. Yeah. Was, to a song called we were, Slut? Exclamation I thought I was going to be strutting to slut in the grocery store, you yeah. know? Like, I yes. thought that was the bop we were looking for. But no, um, fully. When I gave it some time, I was like, okay, I like it. When I let it be the song that it was rather mm. than the song I expected it to be, mm. it grew on me. I could see that. Yeah. So I put Rory and Logan in A Year in the Life. Of course. Or I put Rory and Logan like Wedding Bell Blues. Oh, interesting. Like. Uh, stringless fun yeah I could see that as well but I think as I was listening to the song it felt very much just like yeah they're gonna talk about me and I at first thought about wedding bell blues but then I was like well what about when you're I don't know sleeping with him and he (laughs) when you're doing something a little more slutty (laughs) yeah because you know I I could of course make an argument for that era where again stringless fun yeah but like yeah, I don't know. I saw this being very much the era of which she is sleeping with a soon-to-be-married man. Yeah, like you like the actual application. I think that I I did the season five one because it feels like more of like um, there's no like real commitment to this, but it's like if I'm all dressed up, it might be worth it just mm. to because like she's wearing a suit. <laughs> he's wearing a suit yeah might be worth it for once um because it wasn't worth it before when the first time i slept with a married man um correct but it might be worth it for once to do this here yeah um but i feel like it has to be rory and logan because like totally it just has this like opulent sort of like luxurious feel to it that Mm -hmm. like really only logan can provide to the (laughs) storyline yeah say don't go is hard for me because oh this is logan huntsberger's anthem well, yeah, it's a Logan Rory in partings. Yeah, say don't go. Say don't go. But I felt like the chorus and a lot of it, like I've seen a lot of edits to this song on TikTok. Oh my gosh, I love that for you. Who Be is Rory it? And Jess. Yeah. So like end of season three into season four. Yeah. So, well, season four. Like I, I feel like, all, like honestly, all of the boys have a say don't go moment with Rory Gilmore. Of course. Partings. End of season four for Jess. Yeah. Party's over for Dean. Yeah. No, you're right. They all You're right. They have a say don't go. You're and totally Rory does right. not say don't go. She says nothing really. Mm. I guess for Jess she told him to go. Dean, she kinda just alluded to it and <laughs> uh um Logan, she straight up said, um, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Everyone but gets a little everyone uh, never goes out of style, but also nobody gets told to stay. <laughs> yeah. Even though all you had to do was stay. Yeah. But yeah, the first, my first instinct, of course, was Rory and Logan parting. Yeah. Interesting. All you had to do was stay, but she did not, but she told him to go. (laughs) Correct. Well, the first time. I was going to say, she she told him to go after he had already left. Because the first time, all he had to do was stay. Yes, you're right. But the other, I also feel like parting is in general um, because I felt like Lorelai was asking Luke, like, of course, not go. Yeah. But that was also mismanaged by the both of them very terribly. Whereas Logan literally said, tell me not to go. Say don't go. (laughs) And uh, she said, well, I can't do that. And so he went. Yeah, you can make the argument for Lorelai as well, because she was giving Luke such a deep ultimatum. And 
he was like, I, I can't, I can't just run away with you. She was saying, let's go. Yeah. And he was saying, I can't. Yeah. So then she said, then I have to go. Yeah. Say don't go. Say don't go. But uh, then I have to go. Oh. Which is like what Lorelai, not her last line, but Lorelai and Logan, Logan's last line is, um, I have to go. Mm. And partings and they both have that little line before they leave. I have to go. And it's just like, oh, it's so heartbreaking. But yeah, that's their song. Yeah. Lorelai and uh, Logan skipping down the street, holding hands to that song. (laughs) Holding hands and skipping (laughs) afterwards. Yeah. All right. Now that we don't talk, also such a bop. What did you pick for this one? Okay. First of all, this is my favorite vault song. I have to say that. This one is like, now that we don't talk, is like the Welcome to New York of New York for me now. (laughs) I really love this song. Now that we don't talk, like... As soon as it started playing, I like knew every lyric. Yeah, it's like now that we don't talk. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's I such love any time Taylor brings up her mom. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, like I'm always, I'm always into that. But I preface that because I feel like this is a little bit Dean, because mm-hmm. when she says, "I don't have to pretend I like acid rock or that I want to be on a mega yacht or uh, talk to like men who think important thoughts or be with men who think important thoughts," maybe I'm better off. And I kind of feel like that's a little bit Dean. Like, Mm. party's over a little bit. Like, he doesn't have to... I mean, not that he wasn't interested in the things that Rory was interested in, but it was almost like he doesn't have to care about, like, literature now. He doesn't have to read her articles. Like, he doesn't have to pretend, like, these are things that he was interested in. Yeah. Because he genuinely wasn't. And, like, there's, like, no hard feelings to Dean for that. Like, he made an effort, for the most part in the early seasons yeah Um, by season five you've kind of given up but like i just genuinely don't think that he was interested in the things that she was and found things that she found to be important Mm. and as much as he might have loved her it wasn't right and Mm. i feel like that's kind of dean a little bit that's dean for sure you may not like this answer but it kind of reminded me of the dark times after let me hear your bell like is ringing out when rory and logan part ways and before Mm. what is it just like when and gavin when they get back together yeah. Or not when they get back together, but when he tries to reconcile with her. The perfect dress. Yeah. Because I feel like she kind of comes back into herself during that period of time, right? Yeah. She comes home to her mom. Um, and the thing is, is that I don't want to necessarily say that she didn't enjoy doing the things that she did with Logan, but it's like, I don't have to pretend to like your family right now. Yeah. I don't have to pretend to be fine with the fact that we're always going out drinking and partying with you and Colin and Finn. You know, like, yeah, I'm good. Like, what do you tell your friends we spent long weekends dinners with? Mm. The truth is I can't pretend it's platonic. It just ended. The only, like, disagreeing that I have, how do you say that? The only reason I would disagree. Yeah. There we go. That's English. Is because there is an admission in the song that it's over. Which it is not. She does not like to admit to that. (laughs) Yes. Maybe after, like, honor calls Mm. and... She, you know, maybe she can, like, vibe into it from that point, like, that she's better off without him. Yeah. Um, yes. Because she kind of gets to that point. Yeah. Um, I just, I love, I just love that song so much. I love the familiarity to it of, like, knowing someone so well that it's, like, but it's, like, better that you don't talk. Mm. We all have someone like that. Oh, totally. <laughs> we all do. I mean. Not Justine. <laughs> I think you could also make the argument, I don't know, I don't know the song as well as I know all the other ones, but. You might be able to make the argument for the end of season four with Jess and Rory. Very mm. much on the outs. Um, yeah. The only reason I was just like, nothing ever comes from that. Yeah. There's no like emotional fallout or like. Yeah, just kind of 
just kind of there. So for suburban legends, mm-hmm. I have Tristan in Paris. <gasps> Ooh, interesting. That uh, some of our besties and their answers, they also said that. Oh, really? Yeah. And for now that we don't talk, it ran the full gambit of like everyone was included. Okay, I'm sure. Because <laughs> at some point, everyone was not talking to someone. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, some people said that. I, that was like the first thing I thought of, just envisioning her like kind of having these visions of walking into her high school reunion with Tristan on her arm. Yeah. And like, and not reducing him down to like just entries in her diary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just, oh, it just felt like big Paris and Tristan vibes. Yeah. No, I can totally see that. Like that our mismatched star signs would yes. like surprise the whole school. Yeah. Um, I also I don't know why so many of these uh vault songs because like I feel like the core album feels a lot like Logan and a lot of these vault songs feel like Dean to me. Like because it's like I'm standing in a 1950s gymnasium and I can still mm. hear it now or I can still see it now. Like I didn't come here to make friends. Like I kind of feel like that's a little bit like especially at the end mm. of like I raced on your block um you don't knock anymore and I always knew it I kind of feel like maybe he always knew that Rory was not going to be a suburban legend and she was going to leave this town kind of vibes I could totally see that yeah could totally, um, totally also see that. also Lane a little bit because mm. she gets stuck there yeah. um but um also worry about Jess, like the end of it. Yeah. It's like kind of feels like our mismatched star signs, like star cross lovers, it kind of feels like mm. um, that he wasn't he wasn't going to stay there either. Yeah. And she knew that. And so she raced down his block, broke. But this is where it's Dean is I broke my own heart because you were too polite to do it. Yes. That's that, like standing in a 1950s gymnasium. Like I mean, so true. <laughs> Come on. I broke Come my on. own heart because you were too polite to do it. It is so right. Yeah. That's so they shoot Gilmore's, don't they? Yeah. Mm, it really totally is. Because right. I know, like, I really love that song. Like, but when she says I'm standing in a 1950s gymnasium, that is like the only part of that that I don't understand. Because mm. um, every time she says it, I'm like, why? <laughs> How'd you get there? <laughs> I guess um, I took it as like this building was built in the 50s kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. Not like be. I'm in the like, 1950s gymnasium. Yeah, okay. That's true. Yeah, I took I, it as like I, it was built I in was the 1950s. I was coming from um, Timeless from like the Speak Now vault where it's kind of not time traveling, but it's kind of like moving through various like periods of time. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I couldn't get that out of my head. But that makes sense because it's more of like um, in a lot of uh, the suburbs, the schools have been there since oh, the 1950s totally and you're it's like you're at prom yeah in modern day in yeah. this gymnasium that is yeah. built. then okay okay we got there we Thanks. got there yeah because every time i listen to that i'm like time travel <laughs> yeah i at first when i heard the song i felt the same way <laughs> but then i was like oh no she means like standing in a gym that was built in the 1950s yeah but okay. there is something so poetic relating it back to they shoot Gilmore's don't they I know it's the 40s but like just given the way they're all dressed yeah kind of it's a different time period mm-hmm. totally <laughs> See, that is why I related it to Dean I was like they literally time travel like they do a period moment <laughs> I love it I love that song okay no but I love very, it more now very I Dean and Rory. I can totally see that yeah totally so many of these songs are Dean <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, I mean, look, they're very, before we get on to the last one, like this album is very Rory, like Rory and her partners, because yeah. I saw a lot of these as Rory and Jess. Um, yeah. But I think there's an argument for Rory and a lot of the guys that she dates. It's a little yeah. like there are Lorelai moments. There are moments that exist outside of the Gilmore Girls and their relationships. But like for the most part, it's a Rory Gilmore album for me. Yeah, because a lot of people have said this is Lorelai's album, but Lorelai's album is totally Midnight's. Like that's she's. That's her to a T. Um, Interesting. It's like a different vibe for every song. But I think that with 1989, there's like so many like big bops that like whatever team you identify with, I feel like you can like fit them in. Like with style, they never got a style. You're going to pick Logan if you love Logan and you're going to pick Jess if you love Jess because it's like they're never going to go out of style. Um, the only one exactly. that you can't argue with us on is All You Have To Do Is Stay because that I mean, that's Jess Mariano. Jess Mariano period yeah no notes that no was written about it she told us she called us we talked to taylor <laughs> no now. we did not because <laughs> Haley would not be here <laughs> i would have passed away we would have passed away <laughs> this would have been terrifying i was gonna own. say this would be your funeral <laughs> this would yeah. be eulogy <laughs> but i would be here in my taylor swift sweatshirt <laughs> that's true just passed out <laughs> yeah <laughs> Haley's unconscious but she'll be with us soon oh my god Okay, but is it over now? Not yet. We still have one more to do. Yes, we do. And it's called, <laughs> is it over now? <laughs> Not yet, Tara. You can't leave yet. Um, yeah. I put Love Lo- this one. I put Logan and Rory. Yeah. This is, I feel like, a back and forth between Rory and Logan in the revival. Uh-huh. Fully. Like the, I think that people heard um, 300 takeout coffees later and they're like, Rory, but I think in nine years, where you and Logan would have had a lot more than 300 takeout coffees. I think in a year, in a month. I was going to say, <laughs> I have 300 a year, easy. <laughs> yeah, that's like less than one every day. Yeah. Oh, I just remembered my coffees in the refrigerator. I went to the doctor this morning and I made coffee before I left. I was like, oh, I'll drink it when I get home. And I didn't. Oh, okay. Anyways, back to this. <laughs> I have something over now, to. Though. That coffee is over now. Um, but it's totally them, especially when they say, um, I dream about jumping off a of very th- tall somethings just to see you come running. That is totally Logan laying in bed in the revival, thinking about the fact that in season six, he jumped off a cliff when they were like in a bad place and Rory came running, sprinting to him in the hospital just to he- hear the one thing I've been wanting. But no, because she just wants he just wants her to say, don't go. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. That's him. Like, I dream about jumping off a of very tall somethings. Like, there's no way that you cannot relate that to Rory and Logan. Because you can even relate it back to you jump, I jump, Jack. I was about to say, that's what I think of. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, um, uh, they're both sleeping with other people uh, mm-hmm. during the revival. And I just feel like it's just um, back and forth between the two of them. Um, especially because, like, is it over? Was it over then? And is it over now? Was it over with the bridesmaids when we broke up the first time? Is it over now? Because it kind of is because I'm engaged and yep. uh, you have a boyfriend and you're sleeping with a Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm about to say Star Trek, but it is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember it, it in definitely the nick of time. Is. Yes. Um, but was it over then? And is it over now? I know. That's the question. We that can't answer it. It should be. <laughs> it wasn't. And yeah. now it should be. <laughs> exactly but yeah that's what i put as well it just felt like it was screaming logan and rory yeah 
I made a TikTok about it yesterday. That it just I feels saw so it. Broken. I loved it. You just yeah. like, thank you. <laughs> Killed me. <laughs> My, the hand straight up. Hand up. <laughs> it was great. I was like, she's so into this. I love this for her. I what? That's like literally how I listen to the song though. Because like I have to say, like for the last half of long since this album's come out, like I guess like three weeks. Literally, it's only the vault tracks and yeah. fast car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's these are too. great vault tracks. Yeah, they're my faves. They're really, really good. I like them yeah. a lot. And I, I just, like this album a know. lot. I love this album. Yeah. It's, again, like so nostalgic for me to relate it back. I loved relating folklore and Evermore back to the show because that, yeah. to me, just felt Gilmore. so <laughs> perfect. Gilmore, folklore, Evermore. Folklore, Gilmore, Evermore. No. <laughs> folklore, Evermore, Gilmore. You Hello. got it. There we I go. There. Um. And then 1989. I, I'm curious why people think this is so Lorelai coded because for me, it's a Rory album. Just like, yeah, there's like all of the emotions here. I feel like they're like up and down. Yeah. Um, I think that maybe it's just kind of like because it's full of bops and Lorelai is a bit of a bop herself, is she not? Oh, one In thousand percent. People. Like <laughs> energy wise, I could understand why people would find it to air more on the Lorelai side of things because she yeah. is that exciting. Like just the tone of the album is very exciting and that is who Lorelai yeah. is. She's very wild and eccentric and she's a bop and shake. I could totally see her as a character dancing to shake it off. But yeah. like the lyrics and the stories that are behind these songs are very Rory coded. Yeah, I think so too. It's just like, it's just, I, like I said before, like I feel like if whatever Rory relationship you identify with i feel like you can fill it in to wherever you go um oddly i had a lot of dean answers though and i don't identify i know with dean. it's I just know. like some of them made so much sense for it to be him yeah. but there's a little bit of lane um the only caveat i will make to slut is dave Rogowski, um simply because there's a line that says in a world of boys he's a gentleman he's a and gentleman so, mm-hmm. so a lot of people said just this part not the other parts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I could totally yeah. see that. But I could see Lane being like, got love struck. Yeah. No, there are a lot of arguments that you could make for a lot of these songs. And yeah. like lines that I could just take out and place on a character or relationship in episode. Like yeah. so many. I tried to do these like all encompassing as a whole. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, there are a lot of like different, it's like very nuanced. Yeah, there's so many like lines that you could pick out and just like apply it to one character, but like take it out of the whole song because like Slut is not about Dave Rogowski under any circumstances. No. Um, But like there's little bits of it that make sense because in a world Mm. of boys, that, my friends, is a gentleman. Is a gentleman. Yeah. But a lot of people, my favorite, have been sending me edits of Logan to that song um, in a world of boys. He's a gentleman. And I'm like, stop. But like, keep doing it. Please continue. Um, (laughs) Stop, but don't. But don't, because I absolutely love it. (laughs) I know. I know. Well, that was your birthday episode, Haley. That's, um, thank you. I loved it. Did I blow out my candles? (sighs) Nice. That was me. What are you actually doing for your birthday this year? Kind of nothing, which is kind of what I wanted. Um, Because the last two years, I went to Disney World. This is obviously recorded before my birthday, so I don't really know exactly what we're going to do. But my Mm -hmm. only specifications was that I wanted to go to the bookstore, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, And I wanted a vegan cake, um, Mm -hmm. which I found one, or rather Mandy found one. I posted on my Instagram the the cake that I wanted. And um, 
she found one at a vegan bakery that's dairy free. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and that was it. That was like my only real requests. I love that. Kind of just want to have a chill 31st birthday, you know? 31 is such an interesting age. Yeah. Well, you never had a 31st Entering birthday. Entering the home stretch of, of <laughs> this one, um, I'm feeling like 31's an interesting age. No, you you went to 30, and then you had a second 30th birthday. I had a 30th again. Yeah, yeah you're right. We, and now I'm just moving both, on to 32. Last year, our birthday episodes were together, because our, our together birthday is December 6th, yes. which is the middle point of our birthdays and it was mm-hmm. on a tuesday last year so we did it together mm-hmm. and we were both 30 because you got to be 30 a second time it was so, great you never Being actually 30 again was really nice because i will say every time someone asked me this year how old i was like i had trained myself to be like i'm 30 that's close enough you i know, know 31 At is just point, a... you've like you've collected enough years that like people get yeah. it <laughs> yeah i said i'm 30 or yeah. i instantly thought i was 32 it's so weird like i sit somewhere in the middle, yeah. which is 31. Just such an odd, such an odd um, age to be. But I mm. like it. I like it a no, lot. I totally get down with like the early 30s. Yeah. Especially because I have time. a lot of friends lately that have been like, like they're like 25 and they're like starting to feel like a panic about it. And I remember feeling that way. But like, I don't know if it's like getting older, but like being in your 30s is the absolute best because mm. it just feels like all of like the things that you wanted in your teens and your 20s are there mm-hmm. for you without mm-hmm. the like i don't know the like the pressure of it i can't even describe it it feels like being a teenager again admittedly yeah but in a way better way and like a really like adjust like well adjusted way mm-hmm. and maybe that's my um you know my antidepressants and my therapist that probably maybe. plays a large role in it as well yeah um, but i just feel like it, there's just such like a it feels like low pressure teens. It feels like mm. you go from being a teenager to being 20 to like your 20s to being like a teenager again. But like there's no pressure. <laughs> well, I think that being in your 30s is really about embracing what you love. I think that when yeah. you're a teenager, obviously you're figuring yourself out. But when you're in your 20s, you're figuring yourself out in such a drastically different way where you're yeah. almost like a chameleon. Like you're trying to like fit in anywhere yeah. and everywhere that you can. And you're also like, I'm an adult. Yeah. And when you're in your 30s, like you're already an adult. You just spent the last 10 yeah. years basically being an adult. And you're like, well, not really. <laughs> yeah. But you're also like, I wasn't. But now I'm in my 30s and I yeah. feel like an adult, but an adult who knows what they like and is going to stand in what I like and lean into that in the same yeah. way that I did when I was a teenager. Yeah, but exactly. That's what I mean by that. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like the 20, like in my 20s, I felt like I was like trying to find myself and like losing yeah. myself. But I think in your 30s, you realize that neither of those are true and you're just like kind of creating yourself as you go along. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is where the stress like kind of like goes away. It's like yeah. there's no you that you need to find and mm-hmm. no you that you need to lose. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of it's all you're just cre- creating you. Yeah. <laughs> You've never done really this before. Nice. There's not there's not a you to find. <laughs> yeah. It's true. You're not out there. <laughs> you're right here. You are. And that right is here. my um 30 Doing a little birthday. podcast about something you love. <laughs> About a few exactly. things we love. Which about I love. a few things we love. And that's why I love um, that we got to do Taylor for my birthday. Me too. What a great idea for an episode. it's everything I love, which yeah. is Taylor Swift, Gilmore Girls. Not books in there, but um, yeah, we'll have a book episode. Yeah. Actually, 
the day after my birthday, I get to interview Rebecca Ross. Um, so she'll be coming out on... Perfect. So yesterday, would have, I will have interviewed her, and her episode will come out on Thursday. I love that. A book I loved. So that's exciting. <gasps> that's so exciting. all three are there. Yay. Oh, I can't wait. That'll be so much fun. <laughs> but our next episode of Gilmore to Say is celebrating Tara's birthday, which is super, super exciting because she is turning 32, which mm-hmm. is her Lorelai birthday. I'm so excited. I'm going to start plotting and planning what I'm doing for my birthday and we're going to talk about you're going to have a 16 year old Mm, we'll have more to say on that in the next episode (laughs) 